0: Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Sunday, the 14th of June. That's right, your best way to start the day up to date for the important sports news here on New Zealand Sports Radio, coming at you at 7 a.m. every morning. And in the news today, we have a NRL triple header, Lander's Winner Thriller, Golf is back, and Football's Ferns Coaching announcement. And let's get straight onto it with that football. Uh, and yes, sorry folks, we're so excited about live sport that we forgot the Belarusian Premier League last um yesterday. Uh, so let's catch up on all of those games. Minsk, Felter, Aishloch 0-1 at home. Gorodeya got a good win over Sluts 3-0. Um, uh, Neyman Gordono overnight beats um, Smolovich. Uh, 2-0. Smolovic uh, have only got that one win of the season. That was over Gorodea the other weekend. And Torpedo um, also fall to Dynamo Breast 0-2. That's his Dynamo Breast jump up into the top three. Uh, Sluts have dropped now down to ninth after being at top of the table. Climb themselves up to 12th out of that relegation. Um, Fights, but the two teams beneath them, Rubrest and Minsk, have got games in hand over them. So it's going to be tight down the bottom there for that playoff relegation um, position. Moving on to other football news, and Tom Somani has been renewed as the um, football ferns coach for one more year for the Olympics. Um, and uh, it's still not known whether the Olympics will take place. Uh, but so uh, yes, he's had a, an extension. Uh, which means um, he is there for for that. Uh, it also means that will be a three year countdown to potentially home World Cup. Um, so it'll it'll be interesting to see whether he gets extended through for that as well. That brings you up to date with the football news. I'm going to hand you over to Stephen Harris, who's going to take us through our birthdays.
1: Well, thank you very much, Paul, and good morning, and of course, good morning to all our listeners and viewers there on New Zealand Sport Radio. In birthdays this morning, a Fijian-born Super Rugby winger, a cousin of cricketer Craig Mc. And finally, a league player who has represented three international teams. Brad Takarangi, born this day, the 14th of June 1989, is a professional rugby league footballer who plays as a centre or second row forward in the Parramatta Eels in the NRL. He has played for the Cook Islands, New Zealand and New Zealand Māori at international level. Takarangi, who turns 31 today, previously played for the Sydney Roosters and the Gold Coast in the NRL League. James Michael McMillan, born this day, 14th of June, 1978, is a New Zealand cricketer who plays for Otago in the state championship. He was born in Christchurch. He is the cousin of Craig McMillan. McMillan celebrates his 42nd birthday today. And finally, Patrick Osborne, born this day, the 14th of June 1987, is a Fijian rugby union footballer. He plays as a winger for Kubota Spears in the Japanese top league. Osborne, who turns 33 today, played 42 games for Canterbury and provincial rugby between 2010-2015. He also played for the Crusaders and Chiefs but because of the lack of game time Osborne signed with the Highlanders for two seasons where he was a regular starter for the Highlanders between 2014 and 2017 in June 2016 he was included in the Fiji team for the June Tests against Tonga and Samoa in the 2016 World Rugby Pacific Nations Cup, as well as the one-off test for Georgia. Yeah, bit of a hero at the uh, Highlanders was uh, Patrick Osborne. And speaking of the
0: Highlanders, Paul? Yes, absolutely. They um, got a, a last-minute win uh, down there in the Tupperware container, as Ashwin <laughs> likes to call um, for Scythe Bar. Um, we, uh, the game finished 28-27 with Bryn Gatland scoring the winning draw goal to defeat his down Gatland Chiefs. So, yes, lots of questions in the press immediately uh, about whether um, Warren Gatland was was uh, happy for his son or angry with his son <coughs> for that uh, draw goal. Clearly, he'll be upset over the loss, but he will also be happy um, for his son. That's how fathers are, let's be honest. Um, it's... Uh, was a game that went either. but There was uh, a, a tight game, um, both ways. The Highlanders um, coped very well with two yellow cards. Um, they were lucky, perhaps potentially, that that first one wasn't a red with the uh, for the tip tackle. Um, but still, uh, they survived those periods very well. Their try scores were Ash Dixon, Seo Tomkinson, and McLay too, uh, with Mitch Hunt collecting a couple of conversions and a couple of penalties, plus Bryn Gatland. With that drop goal. For the Chiefs, we had Sean Wainui going in in the corner, and Brown also scored, and McKenzie got all the kicking points for the conversion, the drop goal, and four penalties. So they got the hat trick of kicking points there for Mackenzie. We did see the players struggling with some of the new interpretations of the laws. So there was a pretty high penalty count. But uh, I think you could tell this was an early season kickout. Lots of endeavour, lots of intent, but perhaps a little lack of execution. Both sides having trouble exiting um, their own 22, especially on restarts. Um, And we saw that with quick replies to a lot of scores. And that's exactly how the Highlanders won this. Dane McKenzie put over a drop goal to take the lead. The uh, Chiefs couldn't deal with the restart, handed the ball over. Uh, to the Highlanders, and the Highlanders replied with their own drop goal. So fantastic um, to have rugby back. A good large crowd there in Forsyth Bar. And again, we're going to have a good large crowd today um, for the second fixture in Super Rugby, Altarua, um, with the Eden Park having sold out. So folks, if you don't have your uh, uh, your ticket already, For the Blues versus the Hurricanes, then please uh, find yourself a nice warm couch to watch the game on instead. But those of you who have got the tickets, then please um, head head down there to Eden Park and make some noise. Uh, It's going to be an absolute cracker. This is the biggest crowd the Blues will have had for a Super Rugby game in 15 years. Um, And let's be honest, I can't remember having a crowd this big except for the All Blacks or at the Cricket World Cup, Um, otherwise, so this is one of the, this has got to be one of the events of the year, you've got to say, Um, so uh, get on down there folks, enjoy the day, Um, I'm looking forward to it, Um, I think Stephen is as well, Um, but Stephen's going to bring us now up to date with the, actually Stephen, you're going to be there today, aren't you, you have your ticket.
1: I do have a press pass, but I am keeping my options open today. Family are talking about maybe having a barbecue, making a family day out of it, and uh, sitting around and and watching it at home. So I'm keeping those options open. But, yeah, great to see a a sellout. It's been a while. And uh, how many times can you probably say maybe around the world you're going to have the biggest sporting crowd at any one event? Um, And it happens to be right here in a little old New Zealand pool. Crazy. I can't think of any other other events.
0: well, also, folks, keep keep an eye on the Facebook page for New Zealand Sport Radio, and because Ashwin will definitely be at the game, our other um, morning sports briefing correspondent, and we'll see if we can get him to give you a couple of live updates over the uh, on the Facebook page over over, over the live stream uh, during the game, so you can get some of the atmosphere of the game even if you can't uh, be there yourself. Um, so, yes, Stephen. Um, whilst we have got the rugby, we've also had the live NRL for some weeks now. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, triple had it overnight.
1: We have, Paul, and they are just probably hanging out to get some crowds at their games at the minute as opposed to cardboard uh, uh, cutouts, but it hasn't detracted from much of the league that we've seen thus far. Straight on to our first story, Latrell Mitchell has produced arguably his best game in South Sydney Colours to orchestrate a 32-12 win over the Gold Coast Titans at Bankwest Stadium in the first game of a triple header Saturday. The win snapping a three-game losing streak for the Bunnies. Mitchell scored a try and set up three others to push his team into a 20-point lead before the Rabbitohs were forced to withstand a second-half rally from the Titans. Um, Mitchell sealed the two points with a, a sub Skimmy and flick pass for Dane Gagai's second try in the 76th minute. 5'8", Cody Walker, following his controversial two-game ban, slotted seamlessly back into the South Sydney left edge where he set up a try for Alex Johnson in the first half. Rabbitohs skipper, Adam Reynolds, kicked a perfect 6 Out of six from the boot, the wind lifts the Rabbitohs to within a sight of the top eight on four points, while the Gold Coaster remain rooted near the bottom of the table in 15th spot. The contest started disaster for Mitchell, Mitchell, whose kickoff sailed out, but the change provided only Bremish, it was only blemish for a player immediately redeeming himself when he crashed over from close range three minutes later. Gold Coast opposite, Philip Samy got one back soon after, but the Rabbitohs responded quickly when Johnson pounced on a walker grubber. Wayne Bennett's side looks set to run away with the game thereafter with Mitchell putting Gagai over with his hands and then Braden Burns with his feet. A Reynolds penalty gave South Sydney a 26-6 lead at the break. Bryce Cartwright's try soon after his res- resumption gave the Titans a glimmer of hope and was the start of an improved showing in the second half from the Queenslanders, but the visitors failed to convert their rise in possession into points before Mitchell added the finishing touches late in the contest. Rabbitohs second row, Jaden Sewell, was put on report for a shoulder charge on Sam Lissoni in the 672nd minute. So uh, South Sydney, that score again, South Sydney 32, Gold Coast Titans 12, and on to the second game. Melbourne Storm took down previously unbeaten Newcastle Knights at Central Coast Stadium. In typical Storm fashion, the skipper Cameron Smith was the chief orchestrator in the 26-12 victory, keeping up the pressure on the Knights, who eventually uh, crumbled. Smith set up two of the three first-half tries as Melbourne took an 18-2 lead into the sheds. Despite a brave rally from Newcastle in the second half, their poor completion rate in the first 40 minutes was too much to overcome at the back of the game. The Knights briefly threatened, scoring two tries in six minutes, although Bradman Best and Edric Lee to get within a converted try with 20 minutes on the clock. However, the Storm on the attack, Knights enforcer David Klima was controversially pinned for a late shot on lock. Dale Finucane in front of the post. Smith easily nailed the penalty from in front to give Storm a 20-12 lead with six minutes to go and take the wind out of the Knights' sails. A late try to uh, Brandon Smith sealed the win for Melbourne in the dying minutes. The Knights had earlier shown signs of defensive resilience they have displayed so far this season when the Storm had four consecutive sets on their line without points. Although Storm had 70% of possession in the first 20 minutes, the Knights conceded just one try to Riley Jacks through a miscommunication in defence on the line just three minutes later. A poor completion rate. Crueled them while the kicking from uh, Mitchell Pearce and Kaelin Ponga left a lot to be desired. Boy, a week in rugby league, Kaelin Ponga, hero one week, back to zero the next. It was the fourth uh, win of the season for Storm who take on Penrith next week, while Newcastle face uh, Brisbane Central Coast on Thursday night. Their final score again, Melbourne twenty-six, Newcastle twelve. As I just take off somewhere to find my final game, my final story in the final game of three that were played yesterday west tigers and canberra raiders played at campbell town stadium it would be the count Campbelltown Raiders, who would come away with the win 14 6 after the West Tigers led 4 0. Compliments of a solitary try scored by scrum half of Brooks after 18 minutes standoff. Whiten and winger Kotrick scored tries in the second half of the Raiders with uh, Coker kicking two conversions and a late penalty to seal the deal. Watched a bit of that game, probably um, not one of the great games, a lot of mistakes. Um, made especially uh, uh, from the uh, west tigers so it doesn't get any better change of uh, taking even taking benji marshall out of the team just really didn't help them and the final two games of the round are canterbury bulldogs versus sydneys at Bankwest stadium at 6.05 p.m new zealand time and our final game to wrap things up in round five of the weekend is the saint george dragons we're having struggles of their own. Take on the Cronulla Sharks at Campbelltown Stadium. Kickoff is at 8:30 PM New Zealand time. I'll be back with that league news tomorrow morning, and more importantly, we'll be back with that crucial table just to see where everybody is sitting. But hey, much better weekend for the Warriors, Paul. So that's got to be a good thing for local league supporters in Aotearoa.
0: Yes. Well, you have to be back. We also have a win for the for, for our league team as well. What a great day. It is to be here in New Zealand now. Moving on to the golf, and uh, currently we have the charge. Uh, sorry, the charge. The Charles Shreb Challenge is going on in the the PGA Tour is back, uh, and yesterday Harold Varner III um, took his place in history with a triple bogey after he hit the or landed his, his shot on the bridge. And had a one-shot penalty. He went on though to lead in, uh, at the end of day two. Um, so he was uh, with with a number of bogey uh, sort of birdies on the uh, to, to finish with a round of sixty-six. So um, good round for him uh, in the end, even with that little setback. Uh, the, the round three is going ahead right now, uh, and Verner the third is on the third hole, um, leading at twelve under, with Spath uh, uh, at eleven under also on the also in his group then there's a whole crowd um at uh, 10 under uh, and the leader in the back in the um, the house clubhouse is Reed on 10 under everyone else on 10 under is still doing their rounds and they're all on the third and fourth in there Thomas McIlroy, umsffalo uh, and the De- kangaroo De- um, so yeah a whole pack there at 10 under uh, two shots behind the leader in this third round. Um, you have now started the day the best way, up to date with all of the important um, sports news here uh, in uh, on New Zealand Sports Radio. But we have a late edition, which is in the UFC. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen for that.
1: Yes, uh, thank you, Paul. As you know, I, I do follow the the uh, UFC. And uh, listen. there's some good news here for uh, Dan Hooker as he books a headline for fight against Dustin Poirier at UFC Apex in uh, Las Vegas with the world in the midst of a, uh, a pandemic and borders closed go- globally. The UFC have re- uh, relied on American-based fighters to fill their events thus far. But for their card on June 28, UFC boss Dana White and matchmakers deciders. Decided there was one man outside of their jurisdiction they needed to get into the country to headline an event, and that man was Dan Hooker. The Herald can confirm that Hooker, 20 and 8, his record will square off against the interim lightweight champion number three, ranked Dustin Poirier on the 28th of June New Zealand time, and what is going to be a five-round main event at uh, Las Vegas, Paul. So, so there you go. Good news for uh, UFC fans here in Aotearoa. Something to get their uh, their teeth into, and uh, won't be an easy fight. Um, Justin uh, Portier is a ve- is a uh, very 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 good fighter. That's Dustin Portier, not Justin. Okay, Paul, back to you, and
0: we'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you, all, everybody. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, share the show, uh, and also you can listen to us on the go. Uh, just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcatcher, um, be that Spotify, iHeartRadio, or iTunes, or any other for that. Um, and uh, catch us again at 8pm this evening for the Super Rugby um, review, uh, we'll be reviewing the first two games. Yes, that's right, the opening round of Super Rugby, A